At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hardworking ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our grain-free stews. The only pet food with Red Barn Bully Sticks. Blog Talk Radio.
Wednesday, March 5th, 2014, and you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I am your host. My name is Alexi Wasser. Now, just to quickly explain what the fuck Boy Crazy Radio is, well, thank you for asking. Uh, Boy Crazy Radio, in a nutshell, is a call-in advice show, okay, for anyone and everyone out there. Yes, even you. Yes, you. If any of the following descriptive terms I'm about to rattle off sound familiar to you, then rest assured. Does that even, wait, wait, does that work? Does that work when I say that? Rest assured. Whatever. The know for sure in the deepest, darkest, dankest, worst, deepest, saddest bits of your soul that Boy Crazy Radio should be considered your new home away from home. All right? You guys, for any of you out there sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual, newly single, a cutter, a shit talker, a total high school nerd, who grips the straps of your dorky backpack that's covered in whiteout and passes for bad bands way too tight? Are you sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom right now, binge eating and picking at your face? Are you looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of what you did at that party last weekend? Oh, my God. Join the club. Are your friends total assholes who talk shit behind your back and then smile to your fucking face? Is the guy or girl you like not responding to uh, all of your Facebook uh, posts, your, your retweets, your Instagram likes? Is your dad cheating on your mom with you? Holy fucking shit. Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face, in the form of a podcast, masquerading, masquerading, masquerading as a legitimate radio show? Then this is your goddamn lucky day because that is exactly what Boy Crazy Radio is. Let me... Alexi Celine Wasser, the person talking to you or at you right now, be the big sister that you never knew you wanted or needed, all right? And maybe, if I'm lucky, boys out there will think of me as the big sister of one of your friends that you jerk off to before you go to sleep or in a toilet stall in between classes. I don't know. I don't care. The point is, pick up your fucking phone. You can call me using Skype or Gmail or your smartphone, whatever it is. It is the future. The future is now. But bottom line is whatever you need to do to get through to me right now and dial 646-378-0649 and we'll talk about it. Whatever it is you're going through, whatever it is you're experiencing. Uh, Earlier tonight or moments before the show started, I was uh, Instagramming uh, little like weird, you know, flyers to get people to call in or whatever. And I was tweeting and Facebooking and using all the social networking tools that we use, blah, 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 yakety schmackety to get people to call in. And, uh, and I, I said things like, call me now. Uh, are you jealous of who your boyfriend or girlfriend follows on Instagram? Uh, are you, are you, you know, whatever, do you have acne? Are you constantly fighting? Blah, blah, blah. These are all things because that's what's going on with me. And I'll get into all of my bullshit, and I'll, uh, I'll tell you all about uh, my ridiculous, uh, hor- horrifying stories that I've experienced and all my shame spirals and uh, all that. After I get to the phone calls, but basically every time I write anything that's super detailed, asking if that's what you're going through, it's because it's exactly what I'm going through. I constantly fight with the guy that I'm dating for no reason. It's because I'm in love with him, so I fight with him because I'm a fucking monster or I have my own problems, but I'm very good at giving advice. I'm just saying, do what I say. Do as I say, not as I do. And another thing, I've broken out this week. I don't know why. I was on Accutane twice. And now all of a sudden, my oil glands have woken up, and I'm breaking out again. And it's a fucking nightmare, and I don't want to go on Accutane a third time. So I have a tactic. I have things that I'm doing. I've gone to my dermatologist. 
We'll talk about it. But first, I'm going to get to your phone calls because that's the entire point of the night. I'd way rather talk to you about your bullshit. All right, area code 562, you're the first call of the night. What's your name, how old are you, and where are you calling from? Hey, it's it's Avi again with Doug, my bass player. We're in we're in Garden Grove. We're 23 you're and 24. In, He's 25. He's turning 25 soon. Well, okay, so you guys are, are you guys on tour? What, what's going on? You never really have so problems. You have right now we have huge problems, but we're yeah. we're waiting we're waiting outside of this pizza place called Perry's in Garden Grove, and we're waiting for Doug's girlfriend. Um, I don't have a girlfriend, so I'm kind of like third wheel tonight. Um, I, we're gonna make him so feel right lonely. at home. Yeah, they're like my family, and I I just feel less less sad when I'm with them. They make me laugh, and I just find a lot of like I find a lot of comfort in having friends like that, you know. And I think that's something I wanted to kind of tell to open up the night with, like to tell everybody who's listening. Just always like make sure that you have a good time, like get get food with your friends, you know. Listen, for those of you who don't know who's on the line right now, this is my friend. His name is Avi. Uh, his last name is too difficult for me to pronounce at this time, but he's in a band Dana, called Avi Buffalo. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's Avi. It's Avi uh, Eisenberg. Anyway, he's in a really cool band. He's in a cool band called Avi Buffalo. He's uh, he's uh, he's the main dude in the band, obviously. I'm not, I'm not here to Avi, talk about, but... about that, Alexi. <laughs> I'm not here to talk about that. I'm I'm here to to get down to like human human problems and. And and you know trials tribulations, and like friendships, love, just like when searching creative search the journey that we're all trying to make. Yep. Yes. So it's perfect. So this is the way we're starting out the night with a kernel of knowledge, and that knowledge is instead of feeling like a third wheel, uh, turn that into something positive. Turn that and uh, exactly. Turn, turn that into something positive and hang out with your friends. Sure. Enjoy. You don't think of yourself as a third wheel. Don't be alone yeah. and lonely. Hang out with your friends. Yeah, you and Doug are right on that one. Right and, on the money. And to the couples out there who third wheel people, like fuck you, like that's messed up. And yeah, you know, I just feel like you need to like spread the fact that you're happy in a relationship to other people who might not be at the time. And it's like it's a time to also like be involved in other people's lives as well. Yeah, okay, I mean you have to balance. Factor. That's another factor we're learning tonight. It's when when you when you're in a couple and you're in a couple, you want to hang out. You don't want to uh, you don't want to alienate friends by never talking to them. You want to incorporate. I mean, a single. It's yeah. So important because like you'll you'll limit yourself if you if you're like you know it's so fun it's amazing when when you're deep in love and you want to just run away and escape and just be only with that one person but then you won't be able to enjoy each other as long if if um if you don't kind of spread it out and and have other people around you too and other right. things to do. It's also really good to like stay physically active like i haven't really been running as much as i used to lately but i think i'm i should really start start again um doug works okay. out oh. well if you, if you yeah. guys think of any more factors i'm keeping you on the line on hold so if you think of anything any uh positive shout outs and affirmations just thoughts in general uh i'll get back to you and then you can you can chime in anytime when i when i check in with you um you know what though when you're in a relationship and you're newly in love it's so hard to want to hang out with anybody else. It's hard to, like, let alone want to, like, when I'm newly in love, I just want to spend time, as much time as possible with the person I'm in love with. And then it's still hard for me to just hang out one-on-one with one of my best girlfriends or one of my platonic male friends because, uh, I don't know, because I just, it's just difficult, let alone hang out with the guy that I'm in love with and a friend. But I guess this is what we have to do. We have to push ourselves. Uh, anyway, this is going nowhere fast. I'm going to take another phone call. 
let's get the people with real problems and not just things to chime in with. But that's totally fine if you want to chime in with stuff too. Uh, area code 818, I've had so much caffeine. It's crazy. And and uh, B vitamins. Area code 818, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Hi, I am JL. I'm 25, calling from San Francisco. Oh, my goodness. What's up, JL? How do you spell that? J-A-E-L. That's what I thought. That's what I thought as I crossed out a, a Y. Okay, here we go. Perfect. What's happening with you in San Francisco? Um. Well, this is a little weird, a little heavy for one of your first calls, but I'm in a long-distance open relationship. I've been in this relationship for about, like, three and a half years with this guy in L.A., and he is 38. And we totally love each other, but we've decided – what was that? Oh, no, I didn't say anything. I'm listening. Oh, okay. So we really love each other, but we decided to just live our lives, um, you know, as we would because we're so far away. But um, recently he told me he was dating someone new, and I was very upset about it, and he refused to tell me who she was until one day I had his phone. I was, like, ordering takeout or something, and I saw this girl was calling him. And I did some investigation and saw was that Bill was, no, I don't think so. I don't think you're in high school. Oh, what? Keep going. So um, I did some investigation. She's a senior in high school. Um, I confronted him about it, and he refused, he did, totally denied it, and re- he refuses to tell me who this girl is, and I don't know how to go about this because I confirmed who this girl was and he's obviously seeing her. Okay. Let me just give you some advice right now. I I think I have it. I think I've figured it out. You're 25 years old. You live in San Francisco. He is 38 years old. He lives in Los Angeles. You guys live so close to each other. All right. So when you say like, we're so far apart, we've been together for three and a half years in this long distance open relationship. And then you find out he's dating a high school senior. He's 38 years old. It's a you guys, you two are in a long distance open relationship. When you only live from Los Angeles to San Francisco, he is 38 and dating a high school senior or sexy texting with her. The answer is stop seeing this dude. He sounds like a fucking creep. He sounds this. He sounds horrible. This is ridiculous. I hate this. I don't like this for you one bit. First of all, long distance relationships are super difficult. I'm in one right now. They fucking suck. They're almost not real relationships, but they actually are real real relationships. They totally are. I've realized that. I've had them before. Whatever. But that's it's, that's its own battle, right? Long distance is difficult. Uh, you guys are pretty close. I have a friend who's dating some guy in Ireland, and she lives in Los Angeles. That's fucking difficult. But then you add open relationship, which I would never want to be in. That sounds fucking horrible. It, uh, it is. Ridiculous, long distance, open relationship. I don't even know why you guys would call each other boyfriend and girlfriend or what. The, and, then, and then 38 years old and a high school senior. Next, we're done with this dude. And why are you with this guy? What's so great about him? He sounds like a fucking creepy weirdo. Like, what happened? Um, I don't know. We've been friends for a very long time. Um, I guess. 
I see past this predicament or and I want to accept it. But I'm having a lot of trouble accepting it. I mean, what I, I, I know why I don't accept it, but I've just been privy to this information for the past, like, you know, 38 seconds or two minutes or something. But what what aren't you able to accept? Because I want, I want to hear your thought process. Um, the judge, I don't know, his judgment is, yeah. Judge his judgment. I don't. I don't trust it. But in yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's his judgment that I don't trust. And the fact that he doesn't want to admit it to me mm-hmm. is another thing. So he's lying. He's not being completely honest. The girl is. So much younger than him. Is she? She's 18 years old. I think so. Oh my fucking. Okay, so she's so much younger than him. She's 20 years younger than he is, if she's even 18. Uh, there's so much wrong with the situation. What What are you attracted to in this guy? Like, and, and what happened? And in, in, what's your relationship with your dad or, or past boyfriends? <laughs> I don't that have bad your, issues. You don't. I, Where's your dad? No, I don't. My dad and I are great. Um, I, I've just been friends with them for such a long time that I just don't want to throw this away. And even if we were just to be friends, I feel like that would be really hard too. Um, um, but yeah, it's just like the longevity of our relationship that I can't let go of. That I have, well, like I know this. Well, I've known this person for so long, and we've been through so much. And I, you know, really do love him, and he loves me back. Well, what do you but want for yourself? He can love you, and you can love him back, and you guys can have shared a bunch of experiences together. But you already don't live in the same town. I don't know how much you guys even see each other, but you don't live in the same town. And what kind of what's your ideal relationship? Because time will make this better. If you guys break up and you stop hanging out with him to to get over him, like I swear to God, time will make this better. Like you will get over this guy. Like if you just cut him out and just take the time to get used to not being around him. But also think about what what do you want? Because you know this is not working for you. You know you don't like the idea of this guy like not being honest. Uh, I don't know if you don't like the idea of being in a long-distance relationship, but does that bother you too? Because it bothers me. When you say long-distance, open relationship, I start thinking, whoa, that's, I mean, are you into those things? Is that part, is that? No, I'm actually not. I just, um, I guess I just want to, I feel like this relationship is hindering me from actually living my life here because um, you're always somewhere else in your brain. You're always texting. Cause yeah, like I, I find that something in with long distance relationships this is what I've talked about with my my girlfriends, and this has happened to me before. When I've been in long distance relationships, is like you're you're never where you are. You're never in the moment. You're always looking at your phone. I mean, we do this anyway with our friends who live in the same city we live in, and then it's like it's like a sign of the times with all this technology and stuff. But it's like, especially with a long distance relationship, there's this perpetual habit of 
like wanting to connect with the person you're dating, but he's not there. And so you want to like send him photos of where you are. You want to text and check in with him, and you're just never present right. in the actual moment you're in. And, and you can't right. see what's around you. Even even if you're in the supermarket, you, you aren't really looking at people who are around you or taking in your atmosphere. We already exactly. do that. Because, and we already do that with texting and, and wanting to be on our phone 24-7, even if we're not in a long-distance relationship. But then when you add love to it and you're obsessed with someone and you can't stop thinking of them and you want to connect with them, and you don't see them in person, then you're totally in your phone, and you are completely separated from what's going on in, in front of you, and and then where your mind's at, and that's totally fucked up. I I mean, I'm not saying this in the in the best way, but it makes you feel crazy. I know it's made me feel crazy. I know that my girlfriends who are in long distance relationships, it's so frustrating because you never feel solid. You just always feel like <gasps> discombobulated, you know? Yeah, yeah, and it's also like. I mean, I've tried dating other people and trying to, you know, I've been trying to meet new people too, but, and I've met some potential suitors, like really nice guys, but there's just like, I I just can't let my, I don't know, I can't let them be super close to me. Like, I, I don't know. Well, because you have one foot into this fucked up dysfunctional relationship, but don't, but don't. I know. And and the but don't but also remember the dude you're dating is sexting or you know sexy texting or whatever with some 18 year old. You know we hope she's not 17. Some senior in fucking high school. I I swear to God I I can I can I bet my life on it that you know I'm sure he's having sex or making out with or having some kind of emotional relationship with any anybody he wants to or anybody he feels inclined to do that with and, and doesn't have, like, a, a difficulty like maybe you do or a woman would or something. So here's what I think. This is just for me hearing what you're going through. I would say okay. either write him a long email with saying everything you need to say, really calm, cool, and collected, and that way you don't have – or that way you don't get too emotional and you're like, what the fuck, what's going on? Not that you would do that, but that's something I might do. You write him a really – thought out email that's calm and it's just rational and you're like listen this is where we're at this is not working for me this is what I have an issue with this is what I want to do I want some distance I want to take a break and I need you to just like not contact me and this is what I think you should do I think you should go see a therapist to figure out what you do want and in, in, in like what kind of relationship you do want and make write a long list of like what you want for yourself even as simple as I would love to meet somebody who is around my age who is brunette and taller than me and is my best friend. We have the best sex in the world. He loves me. I love him. We're monogamous. He lives in the same city as I do. He treats me with respect. He would never lie to me. I won't, I won't lie to him. It's right like a reciprocal list. Like, I love him. He loves me. He's my best friend. I'm his best friend. Just, like, write every single detail of what you want in a relationship and then write it. Write it so it's reciprocal. Okay. Like, write a sentence so it's coming from you and from him and and and... and does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, and so and just like just reiterate that he makes me laugh, I make him laugh. Uh, I'm I he thinks I'm really sexy. I think he's really sexy. Our sex is wonderful. Blah blah whatever. Write a really detailed list. I say if you can afford it, see a therapist. Don't go to the first one you you don't stick with the first one you you go to. Like, do you have a therapist? I don't know. Well, look around. Like, try out a few. Like, if you if you meet one, because I have a friend who's seeing a therapist, but I don't think the therapist he goes to is really doing anything for him because they never really talk about anything intense, and it's always kind of chatty and superficial and doesn't, doesn't really, for whatever reason, it just doesn't seem to go anywhere. 
So I would say keep trying out different therapists until somebody really feels right. It's like you wouldn't just move into the first apartment. You find you, you, you go look at a bunch and then you go, oh, this feels right. This feels cozy and this makes sense and just I have a good feeling about this. And, and it might take a few sessions. But, yeah, just think about what you really want. Is this, this guy you're with? This goes for any girl or any guy listening? Oh, my God, like, this sounds really unhealthy. This is not working. And let's let's get him out of your life and like and then give yourself a break from that for a while and then and then reflect on like what you do want for yourself and just start from scratch and just fucking write the longest journal entry you've ever written. Like get a pen and a fucking piece of paper and don't just type it, don't just type it into your phone like fucking sit in the bathtub for hours and like sit by yourself and just like think about <laughs> what doesn't work and what you want for yourself and then just daydream, you know the next thing and it's okay to be alone it's okay to be single and have this guy leave you alone don't text him don't talk on the phone with him don't keep something going because it'll just keep your mind out of the present and, and, and like you know you know what I mean I don't like this guy this guy sounds fucking revolting I don't know what's, that's why I asked you if you had dad issues so I'm like I'm sure that, there are lovely things about everybody I'm sure there's love, there are lovely things about Jeffrey Dahmer and there are lovely things about you know just <laughs> Child molesters and weirdos and fucking rapists. Of course, we're all multifaceted. They're lovely things, but everybody. But you don't want to be dating Jeffrey Dahmer or a fucking rape. Not that this guy is that, but I'm just saying. No, he's not. <laughs> I know, I know he's not. I'm just taking it to the extreme. I'm just saying, like, you know, I'm pretending you're my little sister or something. So he wants the best for you, and you don't need some dude who's in another, who's not even that far away, and and is lying to you about fucking texting with somebody who's so much younger. It's like grosses me out and he's lying about it. It sucks. I don't like this dude. Get rid of him. All right. Okay. All okay. right. I know I said a lot of stuff. Think, think about the stuff. I know I talk a lot, but thank you for calling and telling me your, your situation. God, I can't stand that guy. I'm totally grossed out. Um, anyway, I'm going to take another phone call. Area code 661. Is this me? It's you. Hello. It's your name. How old are you? And uh, from where are you calling? Hi. Hi. My name is Kara. I am 21, and I'm calling from Toronto. Toronto. You sound so mature. I love it. This is maybe because you're Canadian and you're better. <laughs> maybe. Um, <laughs> I am calling tonight because um, so I live in a dorm because I go to university, and there's a boy who lives two floors below me who I just find so attractive, and I've found him so attractive since, like, September. But um, like, I wouldn't want to have a relationship with anyone that I, that lives in my dorm because it's, like, we go to dinner all the time, we, like, hang out and watch TV, and it just, we live with, like, there are a lot of other people in the building. It just, it wouldn't be, I don't think it would be a good situation. Um, but he's super attractive, and I would love to just, like, make out with him because, I found him attractive for so long, but I don't really know how to go. I think he likes me too, but um, he's kind of shy. And I mean, he's a very objectively attractive person. I generally have pretty weird tastes, but like everyone finds him attractive. And yet he like hasn't had a girlfriend all year. So to me, that's like a sign that uh, he like, doesn't really make first moves generally. Um, but so I want to just, like, do something before the year ends, and I was trying to think of how I could go about doing that. I was thinking, like, maybe at some point I could just sort of, like, in a cute kind of way, be, like, ask him what he thinks about, like, 
just the concept of like friends with benefits just in the conversational context. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Well, first of all, I've got so many thoughts and feelings about what you just said. Okay. So you said, I think it's really funny. I think I love everything you're talking about. Okay. I love the fact that you're like, I don't want to have a relationship with a guy who lives in my building because that could get complicated, but you want to have like a make out or you want to have a sexual thing with no strings attached, which is hilarious to me because that could be and might just be like just as complicated or way more complicated and awkward, you know, because it's, it's, it's hilarious. You're like, you're like I'm, I'm building boundaries. I'm not going to do anything. We're just going to fuck or whatever. Anyway, so here's, so that's hilarious to me, but, but that's why I get it. Like you don't want it, whatever. We don't really know what, what's going to happen. We don't know what you want or what he wants because you guys have not even like really gotten to the first step of like going, going on a date or, interacting are, are you guys friends at all or are you just are you oh yeah friends? yeah we are friends we've had like a lot of weird flirty interactions like um the other night we ended up just like holding hands when we were walking back from like a bar but see so I think like I, I'm pretty sure that he likes me but um yeah no we're definitely friends we hang out like all the time because we live together and uh yeah okay so you've spoken to the guy you've, you've heard his voice you've heard the sound of his voice and you you've had a conversation with him because you've, you've held hands coming from a bar. Okay. All right. First, first off, you're like, when you said that, um, when you said that you, he never has a girlfriend, so you think he never makes the first move or he's, he doesn't make a move. I thought, well, maybe yeah. he doesn't ever have a girlfriend. Well, I thought maybe he doesn't, he doesn't have a girlfriend because not because he doesn't make a move, but maybe he only makes out and has random casual sex with girls. But, when you tell me right. that you guys held, when you guys, when you tell me that you guys have held hands walking from a bar, uh, and he didn't try to kiss you, and you guys had alcohol in your systems, but there were other people with us, so the holding hands was very subtle, like no one else noticed. Oh my God, this is so romantic! This is the making of like a beautiful relationship. I can't believe this. Oh okay, this is so exciting. Okay, so here's the thing. So please don't throw it all away and all that, like the, don't throw away all the magic by, don't be too American. And that would mean saying, oh, I think we should just have a, what do you, what's the deal with the casual sex and friends with benefits? But, <laughs> don't, like, don't fucking say some clod hopper bullshit, like, and just throw away all the magic because there is, it seems like there's a lot of potential for, like, even if it's not a relationship, because who knows what's going to happen, even if it's not boyfriend and girlfriend, you guys could have a really exciting, sexy thing that unfolds naturally and, and kind of slow and exciting and, and beautiful. And you don't have to put labels on everything before anything happens. You don't have to put label, labels on things while it's happening. You can figure out what you want to do later if you fall in love with him or he falls in love with you and you guys have to talk about what it's going to become. How about, how about just if you're already friends with him, you're a woman, all right? I know I'm going on a tangent. I took I took B vitamins because I'm just trying to take vitamins now and be healthy and stuff. And uh, B yeah. vitamins, by the way, if, if, if this is for anybody out there who's listening, why didn't anybody tell me B vitamins make you fucking crazy? Like I don't need Adderall. I don't need Adderall. I don't need anything. <laughs> I don't need amphetamines. I don't need cocaine. I don't like any of those things anyway. But I thought maybe I need maybe I need to take Adderall to be a better writer and I can be be more prolific. But then I fucking took Mm-mm. a B comp. I took like whole food B-complex vitamins, and I'm, well, I'm also drinking coffee. I, I mean, whatever. But 
and I'm fucking going out of my mind, and I'm talking really fast, more fast than usual. But here's my thing. This is what I was okay. getting to. I said this a million times on Boy Crazy Radio. I said it a million times on my blog, uh, which is called I'mBoyCrazy.com. And this is what I said. You're a woman. You have a vagina. And a heterosexual guy wants to get in there. Okay? You have so much power. You have more power than you know. More power than you than you even realize. Even if you think you know, you have no idea. So, so why don't you just do this? Say anything to him. Knock on his door. Next time you see him, just go, Oh hey, I was gonna go. You know, I was gonna go over here to you know name insert name of restaurant or cafe or whatever here. You know, just, right. or ask him a question or go. Do you want to come with me? Or I'm gonna go do this. Want to go? Or what do you have? To, you could say anything. You could say anything to him. It doesn't matter. Just start a conversation. Hang out in his room. Ask him a question about homework. Do you have this book? Blah blah. blah anything? Can you help me move right. the shelves? You can. You can text him and go. Can you help me change this light bulb? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> any, anything. Get him in a situation, and then after he helps change your light bulb, like just pretend you want nothing sexual from him, and just go, "Oh my God, I'm starving. Do you want to go get a sandwich? Like, do you want to split a sandwich with me? Just act." I know, and I feel like I feel like if he was not living with me, that might work. But because he is, all those things are like very plausible and not like inherently flirty or suggestive. Do you know what I mean? Yes, no, but I'm not saying you have to be like, take your dick out. Here's my pussy. I'm not saying like you, you, you don't, you don't have to be like that. You just need an okay. excuse. No, you need an excuse to be with him alone. All right. So, okay. so when you're by yourself, are you, how many people are in your dorm room? Um, well, in the like building, um, it's sort of like divided into houses, kind of like Yale. I don't know. Uh, there's like maybe like 13, but there's really just six of us who are always together and. He's part of that group, and I'm part of that group. I'm also just worried because I think that, like, I definitely agree with you about women having a lot of power. Um, I think that I often just come across as disinterested because my default position when I am attracted to someone is, like, ooh, don't make eye contact with them. Just, like, be aloof, be, like, sort of, like, on guard. And I'm just worried that... Nothing's going to happen unless I, especially because he's kind of shy, unless I'm a little bit more evident about being interested in him. Okay, well, then be interested, but you don't have to say anything about, you don't have to say anything like, let's just be this or let's be friends with benefits or blah, blah. You can just, if you go get a drink with him again, and, and you can hold his hand first and you can kiss him on the cheek or you can text him right now, uh, want to go on a walk with me right now and have it be romantic. It's nighttime. Like, like, hey, want to go on a walk with me? Like, I just want to blah, blah, or, or let's have an adventure. Be flirty and like use an emotion okay. if you have to. I don't know, just be like, <laughs> okay. let's, or, or like, um, I need somebody to help. I need somebody to walk with me to wherever. Is there any place to walk to from your dorm right now that you could go to? Like, go get like well, vending machine or anything. We're like three hours ahead of you, so it's twelve thirty at night right now. Here. That sounds awesome. If you're telling me that right now you want to have casual sex or have a makeout with some dude you have a crush on, but you don't, that you even know you're okay with not being in a relationship with, which actually that could change. We are women, and after we have sex, things can get hazy and bizarre. But if you're going into this situation already with the power, going, I want to make out with this dude. I want to have sex with him. He's my friend. He's shy. I want to take it to the next level. He held my hand one time. You have all the components right there. You're so good. Yeah, 
text him at 1230 if you want, if that's what you want, if you want to go make out with him right now. You're 21 years old. You're in college. You have your whole life ahead of you. Let's say he's not going to be your husband, but you want to make out and you want to, you want to be exciting. I would say, because I've done this before, you just text him and go, like, let's go on an adventure. Uh, let's go on an adventure. Or meet me on the corner of blah, blah, blah right now. Come alone. And then, like, a, like XX. Or, or okay. uh, will you meet me at this thing? Just be bold. You know what I mean? It's exciting. You already, you're already winning, I swear to God, because you have nothing to lose. You're not madly in love with him. You don't seem to be afraid of him. You, you seem like you're comfortable with him. So now it's on you to do something whimsical and enchanting and exciting. You know what I mean? Like, go yeah, have a nighttime rendezvous. Yeah, go have a nighttime rendezvous. Text him and make sure he doesn't bring one of his bonehead friends because men can be idiots, especially at such a young age. He'll be clueless, especially if he's shy. Just go, will you come hold my hand while I walk to the blah, blah right now and want to have an adventure with me? Or something, anything. Just, You know what I mean? And if you can't figure out what to text, then call back and, and we'll figure it out okay. together. But I want you to I do that, that now. Yeah, and it's it's exciting. Can I, I mean, make, I've had boys. Yeah. What? Sorry. Can I make a blog post suggestion that you totally don't have to take up? But just because I feel like so many people, especially now since we're also used to sort of hiding behind like texting or like social media, or whatever, people don't really know what to say to each other in these situations. Like I had like no idea what to say, and I love the idea of just a simple text like that. I think it would be so useful if you gave, like, a bunch of different, like, one-liner texts that you could just text to someone if you want, like, for different situations. Like, if you want to just hook up with someone, if you want to, um, like, I don't know, go from being a friend to, like, something else. I I think I would find that super useful. Okay, cool. I wrote that down. I'm writing. I totally wrote that down as a note to myself. It's good. Thank you. I will, I will write something about that. And also, I have – I had a thought the other day where – because, I, you know, girls – will call me or, or, or they'll call in and they'll, they won't know how to talk to a guy that they meet in public. And I was at the supermarket yeah. the other day and, and I was just thinking about how easy it is. Like, it's so easy, it's confusing and it's complicated. But but, but, but girls want to know, how do I start a conversation with, with a guy that I don't know, let's say at the supermarket at Whole Foods? And the other day I'm just, I was standing there like waiting to get a sandwich made or I was like looking at, you know, cans of soup or something and there was a really right. cute guy near me, and and I was thought and and even though I'm spoken for and I'm dating someone right now, I still realized like I started a conversation that you can just make up if you need to because I thought I was in his way. A cute guy was right near me, and he was trying to look at the soups also. And if I had been single <laughs> and I wanted to fucking make a move on this guy or just get the ball rolling, all you have to do is say, "Oh, I'm sorry. I'm in your. Am I in your way?" Or, "Oh, sorry." I didn't mean to, oh, am I blocking what you need or something? Like, you know what I mean? Anything. Right. It's just, and then and then the guy, after I say that, goes, oh, no, you're totally fine. I'm just looking for the thing. I'm like, okay, cool. Just, just making sure I wasn't in your way. Okay. You know, and then all of a sudden you're talking. That It's as simple as that. That's it. And right. if the dude is, and if the dude thinks you're cute, he'll keep it going or something will happen. And then if you want to keep it going, you just keep it going and you vibe off each other. And it's that simple. You could even text this guy tonight. You guys, you're so lucky. You have a you have a friendship with him. You know him. He knows you. It's not totally ridiculous. And you have you're holding all the cards because you want nothing from him except something that I'm sure he wants to give you, which is his dick in your vagina or whatever, or a kiss or whatever. But uh, anyway, or a sultry hug or something. But here's but like you could even text him and say, I'm calling you right now, or am I allowed to call you right now? Question mark. And then. 
Ooh, you like I, I love how commanding that is. I would never have thought of that. Yeah, there are a million things to do. So you decide what works best for you and just go. And it's all cute and and none of it is, it's only as important as you make it. So if you text him, like one person might, one girl might think, I can't text, can I call you right now, question mark. I can't text, I'm going to call you right now. They'll be, he'll think I'm an idiot. But another girl can go, I'm just going to text him, can I call you right now? Or I'm just going to text him, I'm going to call you right now. No big deal. It's it all depends on how you look at the situation and what what your stance is and your attitude, and it's only as important as you make it. And worst case scenario, worst case scenario, a girl kind of makes a move on a guy, and he goes, "What's he gonna do?" Go, "Fuck you, you fucking horse! What? How dare you speak to me, approach me, and think I'm attractive and want to have sex with me? That's not gonna happen. And if that did happen, that guy would be a psycho, fucking bizarre weirdo. But thank God." he let you know he was a crazy person because then you can check him off your list and go cross him off the list and be like, oh, that guy sucks. I'm really glad we never made out. What a creep. Right. Anyway, go make your move and then tell me what you do. Okay, thank you so much. Have a great night. You too. Oh, my God, how exciting. Oh, this just makes me want to text a stranger right now to meet on the corner of where I live and make out, but I'm not going to do that because I am not a cheater. I mean, not in this relationship. Anyway, okay, I'm going to take another phone call. Uh, is this a Skype phone call? Who is this? This is a Skype call, I think. Hello? If you're calling mm-hmm. from some, some newfangled technology or something, and you know, that's why your number is 1111111, just say hello if you think it might be you. Um, if you think there's any chance that I'm talking to you, just say hello. Hello? Yes, it's you. Wait, what? You're her- Yes, you're on. What's your name? How old are you and from where are you calling? Wait, stop. It's me? Yes, it's you. I will not stop. It's me. That's so weird. Why is my why is my number that? I have no idea, but let's forget about that bullshit because That's we're so together weird. now at last. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. okay, I'm Sophie and I'm sixteen. And okay. I feel really weird. Like I feel I feel like someone's like listening that I know. Oh, fuck them. Them. You, you could you could always <laughs> use a fake name, but we're, but we're past that. But that's okay. So where are you calling from? Um, Westlake Village. Oh, Westlake Village. Oh, okay, cool. West, oh, Westlake Village. I think I like, wait, Westlake Village. That's my Malibu kind of, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. Oh, yeah. That's kind of my family lives there. there. Nice. Okay, I like well, that area. Okay, what's going on with you so Yeah. Um, Okay. Like, there are just, like, a lot of things, like, circulating that's, like, that are just, like, going on. But, okay, okay, I'll just, with the boy stuff, I'm so, like, I'm just, like, so everywhere with, like, guys. Like, I just, like, I'm into so many guys all the time. But I never, like, actually know them. Like, I, like, have had conversations with them or, like, have texted them, like, before. But I, like don't actually know them and then I just get like really all in my head about it and like really obsessed but I'm not like like wow like I want to date them I just get like like I really get dependent on like them like oh my gosh I really want them to text me or like I really want them to ask me out or like anything like that and whenever I'm like forward it just like it doesn't it doesn't really go well because it starts out with them like always um with them like pursuing me and being like into me and then, like, I think as, like, 
as it progresses, I mean, it doesn't really progress. It's just, like, they're, like, ask for my number um, through a friend and then text me and be, like, hey, we need to hang out. But whenever I try to, like, actually hang out, they're, like, they, like, never follow through. And then if they do, it's just, like, um, really hard to talk to them because, like, I'm a really, like, I'm just, I just kind of, like, when I meet people, I kind of just act like I've known them for a really long time. Like, I'm like, hey, like, whatever, whatever. And then um, I think that they get, like, really, like, it's just kind of, like, weird for them. Um, and, like, if we text, like, I just, I, I literally, when I text people, like, I just, like, I like to have, like, real conversations. Like, I'm so not about, like, two words, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And, like, it's just like I don't I don't I don't really even know how to like put it into words. I didn't really think about what I was gonna say when I called. I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna go for it and then um and now I'm calling and yeah. Okay, well listen, I have a lot of stuff to say in response to everything you said. I can totally relate. You're okay, but first okay, you're sixteen years old, you live in California, you are a woman. I mean you're a girl, you're a woman, whatever you are, you're a girl. You're a girl, okay? Guys your age are pussies. Men in general are morphing into, and not I don't mean to insult a guy. I don't mean to insult men by calling them, like, female genitalia and calling them a fucking pussy, but you know what I mean. Like, they're just, like, they're kind of, they're wimpy. Yeah, yeah. And they, <laughs> and they hide, and, and just like most people, male and female, we all hide behind technology. We hide behind, you know, text and Facebook and whatever and Instagram and email and whatever. So, Women, okay, and I'm all, I'm all over the place too. Forever, it's been yeah, uh, it's forever. It's been that that girls mature faster than guys, especially right now for you. You're 16 years old. You're hormonal. You live in a big city. You live in California. You live like let's well, say you live in Los Angeles, right? Westlake Village. It's close enough to. I mean, it is LA. Whatever. You live in a big city. You're a 16 year old girl. You're feeling your feelings. You're fucking hormonal as fuck. You're boy crazy. It's been happening and probably percolating inside your system for the past few years since you were 12, 13. Who knows? For me, it was since I was like four years old. I was boy crazy. And I, didn't know what to do with all, and I didn't know what to do with all this energy because, you know, and you go, God, I have a crush on this guy and a crush on this guy. And you kind of make a move and you're forward. And I was the same way you are. Like you're bold, you're forward, you're, you're intense. You're an intense girl. I can already tell. And I can relate to that. And you're, you want to have real conversations. You want to text real. You don't want any bullshit. You don't want fucking bullshit emojis. You want to, like, talk about life and what it all means and what you're feeling and what the other person, whatever. Whatever it is you want to talk about, you're intense and you're real. And that's scary, for especially dudes your own age, um, because they have no follow-through. They freak out. They get scared. But they don't tell you, oh, I'm scared of you. They don't tell you that. They just ignore you and they're sarcastic because those are their defense mechanisms. And and plus, like, who are these dudes? The reason why, when you tell me, like, you don't even really know these guys, but you want you want them to text you back, it's because you want their approval. Or, like, if there's something that happens, and, and, and this happens with people, this is just a people thing, but also happens to hormonal 16-year-olds and 20-somethings, and this is something I can relate to also, which is why I can talk about it, Um you have all this energy, all this sexual energy, and you want stuff to be happening, and you, you're boy crazy, and you put your attention on a guy. And, but you, but there's this thing where you can get addicted to just wanting. You can get addicted to 
to uh, wanting to be desired and to wanting to have your attention reciprocated, even if you don't like the dude. Is, is that what you're kind of saying, where it's like you put your no, attention like on the guy? No, like, sure. I literally just, like, I think that I kind of just, like, randomly, like, th- like throw myself, well, not actually throw myself, um, virtually throw <laughs> myself, um, at, like, all of these guys. And honestly, I don't even understand, like, because um, it's, like, with my friends, too, like, a lot of my friends have this issue. I'm not really um, into, like, the kind of guys most of my friends are into, because at my school, it's, like, a lot of my friends are into, like, um, like all like the football players or the baseball players or, like all of the I swear to God uh, all the guys in my school they're just such dicks like they are like they're just like the worst um, and like everybody like the funny ones like everybody thinks they're funny they just make fun of like everyone that like seems kind of like intimidated and it's really sad um, so like I have to go like outside of my school um, and like just like outside of that so like I have to go beyond that to like find people that I'm interested in, um, and it's just, like, and my friend, like, I have friends who are the same way, and, like, so that's basically why it's, like, not, I don't know them that well, is because it's, like, not really in my, um, direct group, usually, but, like, it's so weird, because I don't even understand, like, I just, like, would have a conversation with them, um, and one day they would be, like, really flirty, and, like, um, I, like, I just, like, think that flirting over text with somebody you don't know, it, it's just, like, it's not weird, but, like, it comes to a point when, like, you're a guy and you're using, like, a certain amount of emojis where it's, like, you need to stop. You need to, like, you need to figure that out. It's just too much. But, um, and then the next day, they, like, this one guy was, um, like, the other day, I, like, asked if he was going to this, like, event thing. Um, it was going on with, like, a bunch of my friends. And he's like, oh, yeah, maybe. And then the next day, he's, um, he's like, oh, no, like, I can't go. Like, I'm not allowed to drive in these weather conditions, my parents said. And then he posted a picture, like, three hours later, like, in L.A. And it was, like, in L.A. And I was like, why would you even, like, I don't understand. Like, I just do not understand the logic. Because I wouldn't even care if he followed up with a text. Like, it was so unnecessary. It's like he just, like, chose to be weird. Well, because he, he was too much of a pussy and too scared to say no to you, so he lied, and then he got busted on Facebook. He's a fucking dope dork and just fucking didn't put all the pieces together and realized that he would totally get busted. So here's the thing. You are wise beyond your years. You are a woman. This is how it is. You're 16. You you have a lot of energy. You're totally hormonal. Guys, this is why younger girls end up dating older guys because – and those guys, the older guys, if you were to date a 19-year-old or a 21-year-old, they're still idiots, but they, you, you think they're smarter because they're older and you kind of, and maybe they, they've got a, a little bit more game or something and they're more exotic and interesting. But then you'll be like in your later 20s or whatever and you'll be like, what? Or you'll be in your 30s or 40s and be like, what? That's not a fucking idiot too. Like they're all, they're all pretty much idiots. Here's what you got to do. You just have to be patient. I don't know if you masturbate. I don't know if it's okay to tell a 16-year-old to touch your privates, but I did it. I don't care. You should do it. It's totally safe sex. So what you do is you hang out with your friends. You keep being yourself. You maybe, you know, you don't have to throw yourself so hard virtually or figuratively or uh, literally at a guy. Just keep your eyes open. Make new friends. Talk to new people. Like, Put out your feelers, you know, which means like, you know, just talk, just get numbers, give out your number, 
and, and just be yourself and just, like, try to start new friendships. Because let's say, you know, it all starts at a friendship or whatever. Like, if you're just sussing it out and dipping your toe into, into like, which guy is cool and whatever. And uh, and then maybe when you meet, like, the right guy, whether he's your age or, or a few years older or whatever, because I don't want you dating, like, some mid-20-something because that's fucking creepy. Because if he's 25 and dating you or 30, like, that guy's a fucking mm-hmm. weirdo loser with his own, you know, that means he can't date somebody his own age and he's a weirdo. But let's say you meet somebody who's 16, 17, 18, 19, or 15 or whatever, and, and you guys get along and he's really cute and you guys make out and it's awesome and it's just like, and you vibe and it's like, then that's awesome. You just have to be patient. There's nothing you can do. You can't force it. Like, guys are just boneheads right now. They just are. And and it's weird because you look at them and they seem like they've got it together because they, they're speaking English. They're speaking English. They're making eye contact with you sometimes. They're human. They're, they're breathing. So you think, oh, they must know everything. They must be on the same level as me. But no, they're fucking scared little pussies who are figuring it out. They won't even know what to do with a woman when they're 30 probably. Most guys, we're just so different. We're all so different. So you've got to be patient, and you will meet an awesome guy because they do exist, and he will be your, and hopefully it will be a love thing, and you guys will fall in love and hold hands and be best friends and be inseparable, and it will be like you're in some, you know, Winona Ryder, Johnny Depp movie or something from, like, the 80s or 90s or whatever. I don't know. Like, And it will be awesome. But until then, just keep doing what you're doing. Maybe exert a little bit less energy. Don't freak out. Don't put all the blame on yourself. Don't cry and be like, what's wrong with me? Why is Because here's what I would do. I used to be like, I used to be like, how can that loser not text me back? He's a loser. He should be so lucky I'm even texting him and he's not texting me back. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, it's okay. Like, I used to just like, I'm, I'm have other callers, so like, I'm not going to try to pick up too much more time. But like, What's that? The, my, I don't want to, like, take up so much of the time because I know you have, like, other people trying to get connected. Oh, no, I'm totally, um, I'm, I'm totally secure. I'm totally secure enough to get on the phone with you whenever I want to. But if you wanted to say one more thing, because I was, I was just enjoying kind of reflecting on all, everything you were saying because it, it brought up oh, other yeah, things. Yeah, I yeah. Wanted. But what did you want to say? Um, thing is, like, in my, um, in my mind, I think that I'm, like, Putting a well, lot your phone's more, being weird. Like, your, phone's, your phone's being weird. Your like your phone is a little bit like uh, muffly. Okay, wait. Is it better now? Much better. Keep going. Okay. So I think like in my head, sorry, I'm I'm so energetic right now because I've had like a long Me coffee too. trying to clean my room. Me too. Like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's I'm like really girl. yeah. Keep going. Um, I think in my head, like I put it like I'm I'm throwing myself out there, like, way more than I actually am. I mean, like, I'm definitely doing it enough so they could see, like, like, they shouldn't, like, nobody should be intimidated to talk to me. Like, that would be so weird. I'm, like, so not intimidating. But, um, um, I'm, like, texting them first every time. Like, I wouldn't even text first twice in a row, to be honest. I just, like, just, like, weird, like, teenage things. But, um, but, like, I just, I don't know, I realized that the people that I've been, like, putting so much, like, thought and energy into um, without actually, like, them knowing that I'm putting that much um, into it, like, the people that I'm doing that to are, like, so, like, they're, they actually, like, they're so lame. I mean, to me, like, I'm sure they have great things, like, other than that, um, 
and other people love them. But, like, I see them and I'm like, oh, my God, like, they're not even attractive. Or, like, they are so, like, so many teenage guys are, like, so, so, so skinny. I'm, like, 5'9", so, like, I need, like, a guy that's, like, tall. But usually all the tall guys are, like, so skinny and their thighs are just, like, I feel like I would break them. And, like, I don't even notice, like, these little things that, like, not shouldn't matter, but, like, it totally does because um, it's just, like, better when guys are not skinnier than I am. Um, but, like, I notice these things, like, after I'm, I've, like, put in so much thought and I try not to, like, think about it too much and, like, um, like go over it in my head so often. But, like, I, I, like, can't. There's, like, some block. And once I get an idea in my head, it just, like, goes over and over and over. Okay, listen to me. I'm going to say a few things. Learn from everything you're saying right now. For, in, for future situations, um, obsess less if you can and put less importance on these guys that you put your attention on and don't, don't initiate conversation as much. I know I, I heard what you said. I know you don't initiate all the texts and you don't double mm-hmm. text. And that's fantastic. But what I'm saying is care less, okay? And, like, be a little bit less, um, interested and just and, and just put less importance on every single guy, and that's and and give less of yourself. Don't put so much energy. Like don't even and that even means your mental energy. Think about the guys less. Put your attention on your schoolwork or your your girlfriend or shopping or your or cooking or you know just anything. Your parents, your family, anything. Your dreams, your hopes, your aspirations. Make yourself more important than any guy um, that comes into that's, you know, in your peripheral whatever, I'm not using the right words, but make yourself the most important thing. Give less of yourself. Don't don't feel the need to make people laugh all the time or be um, charming or make them interested in you. Just keep your eyes open and, and maybe be a little bit more quiet. Something I'm learning from one of my best friends who is so the opposite of me, and, and I'm so thankful for this because he teaches me a lot. He's very quiet and it's not because he's an idiot or asleep at the wheel or it's just because he's, it's because he's listening and there's so much power in listening and keeping your eyes open and paying attention to what's going on around you. So the cool thing is when I'm with him, I shut up a little bit more, you know, I'm more quiet and I'm more comfortable, comfortable being quiet. And he teaches me to be comfortable being quiet. I'm not being quiet now because I need to be talking because this is a, a radio show. It's like a talk radio yeah, show. Yeah. Or whatever where I'm dispensing advice because people call in. But you should do that with guys you meet. Don't talk as much. Just be quiet. Listen. Ask them about themselves and pay attention to see if they ask you about you. And you decide if you like them. And then then even if they don't like you back or you don't like them, you don't have to, like, find stuff to kind of protect yourself to, uh, because this is what it sounds, this is what it sounded like a little bit. And let me just hear me out. Because this is, this is for anybody who's listening who can relate to what you and I are talking about. But Mm -hmm. let's say the guy doesn't like you back. You don't even have to take it personally. Who knows what the reason is, why, you know, he probably doesn't pick up on the fact that maybe he could have dated you or kissed you and he's just a bonehead or a buffoon, or maybe he likes someone else or he doesn't think of you that way, whatever. It's no big deal. You're awesome. That's nothing. Who cares? But when you look at a guy that you liked for a moment and then he doesn't like you back and you stop liking him and then you realize, hey, wait a minute, why did I like him? He's, he's so skinny. His thighs are smaller than mine. You don't need to pick him apart because um, 
you can date a guy whose thighs are skinnier than yours. That's totally okay too. You would not break him. You can have you could be like the fattest girl in school and it would still be totally cool and could happen that you would date a guy who's like real thin who looks like he's dying of AIDS or something. You know what I mean? Because like Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I swear to God, anyway, I know I'm rambling now, but I'm just like you're gonna meet some dude the bottom line is meet someone who treats you really well, that you like, that that you get along with, and then it doesn't matter what you look like or what he looks like. And this kind of goes against everything I used to stand for, but I, I, I know this is better advice and it's the truth. Like, you, who knows? You could end up dating a guy who's like three inches shorter than you with much skinnier thighs than you. And it's and it's all good because as long as you guys like, like each other, it's all good. But whatever. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I'm, I'm usually like more critical after um, I realize like, ah, like we didn't even have compatible personalities. And then I just like, I think I like am more critical to to make myself like re- like really just Protect like yourself. so see lesson like yeah don't like stop liking people that you don't know because like I have no other like really honestly like based on like the only thing I really have to base off of like my liking of them is like mainly their appearance because Look, we like exactly. just, like don't know each other that well. Well, here you um, go. But, yeah. You've heard- you heard what I said. I said a ton of stuff. You might have to listen back because I rambled a ton. But everything you're saying, I've lived it. I've done it. I've experienced it. And I'm sure every girl listening has experienced that same feeling. Um, I'm going to take another phone call. Area code 310. Is it me? It's you. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? <laughs> Am I like the first guy caller ever? I, not ever in the whole history of Boy Crazy Radio, but maybe tonight. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, my name is Nick, and I'm 21 from Los Angeles. That was so exciting. Nick, tell me everything. What's happening? <laughs> um, so I have some questions. Um, I've, I'm dating a girl. Uh, we've been together for almost three years. And uh, we're in college, and um, we're both kind of, I wouldn't say antisocial. We're, we're both, you know, pretty social people. We're, we're pretty, uh, we can go to parties and we have friends, but we're both the type of people who are semi-secluded and don't really date, you know, that many people like this. Like we're, we've, you know, we, we fell in love and we're like, we're perfect for each other. We've, uh, we're kind of each other's only, you know, huge relationship. Um, and recently, uh, I basically, you know, one night we were drinking and and fighting as we sometimes do. And I kind of, uh, might've been a mistake, but I got completely honest. And, uh, I basically said, you know, sometimes, because, you know, it's hard to date someone in college. In college, it's it's a little complicated with um, you know frequent drinking and going to these you know I'm sure you know what I mean, but um, you know I basically said uh, sometimes I do feel like you know we're, we're maybe missing out on on something um, whether it's oh my gosh you know, oh my god oh no no right I know I I shouldn't have been honest I'm stupid. Um, and, and, you know, it started this whole conversation and, uh, she, she agreed to a degree, but it's still really, 
damaged the relationship to the point where she doesn't feel like we're the same. And I agree, really wanted because I do want it to be just brutally honest because I can't stand when people, you know, just pretend that, you know, I know people who are in relationships and their girlfriends just pretend that their boyfriends don't watch porn and things like that. So I, I just really wanted to be like, you know what, I can't live with myself if I'm just not honest. So it has started this whole conversation. Um, and it caused me to kind of, um, you know, start to ask other people what they think about this and kind of do some research um, because um, I, I read something by this guy, Dan Savage. He's this kind of gay sex critic yeah. guy. Um, and he, he has this whole rant where he said that, uh, you know, um, people are, and this is kind of a, a lot of people wouldn't agree with this, but people are not inherently monogamous. And he, he, he went on this whole rant and he said, like, if your grandparents have been married for 50 years and, you know, they cheated on each other five times, then they were good at monogamy because society has kind of taught people that when you love someone, you'll never have another thought. You'll never see someone walk by and say, man, what am I missing? So I, I guess this is just this whole this whole thing is my question to you because um, I have been asking people who are younger and I just feel like, you know, you do this, so I, I thought you might have a good opinion. Do you think that someone, two people can be in love and I can still see someone on the street and not, I, I don't want to be with someone else, um, but, but do you think that easy or do you think that this is a, because if I'm in love and it's been three years, and you know what 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 happens to married people? I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people cheat on their spouses. I'm sure that uh, some wives don't care. I don't know. I'm just sort of getting into this dark place where I'm losing faith um, because it's someone, and, and I've never had anything like this before in my life. And I don't want to be with anyone else. But uh, what do you think? Do you think it's supposed to be easy, or no matter how much in love you are, is there somewhat of a struggle? Okay, well, I have a few. I have a bunch of thoughts on everything you just said. Okay. All right, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, well, what you said to your girlfriend wasn't wasn't quote sometimes I'm attracted to people end quote. You said sometimes I think that we're missing out on things or whatever. I'm, I'm getting the gist of it. Those are two different thoughts. Yeah. You can okay. you can you can be attracted to other people, but be like, oh fuck, yeah, I, I've had sex with people. That girl's attractive. I know that that would be that would be another that would be fun, but what I've got is awesome. So that that would mean you're attracted to somebody else, fine, but you think what you've got is where it's at and where you want to be, and that's awesome. You phrase it in a way where it's like you're actually saying, or what you presented to her, and what I'm sure your girlfriend heard, because I'm a girl and I would totally hear it the same way she heard it, because we turn things into the worst versions things can be. All right, this is what we do. Yeah. This is what we're masters at. And you helped it along, too, because you said, sometimes I think we're missing out on stuff. So you're actually, like, you're not even saying, oh, girl, you know what I mean? Like, so you, you phrased in the thing yeah. where, so now, now, yeah, there's been damage. I would feel the same way. You planted a seed in her brain that you're constantly unsatisfied or that she's not enough because you, you, you brought it up that, that you might be missing out on stuff. It's one thing to say that you could be attracted to someone else. That's silly. You can laugh that off, but you actually said something heavier. 
that that being together, you are sacrificing other experiences that could be amazing, that could be beneficial to whatever. So these are, mm-hmm. these are two different things you said. What you said sucks more, especially for a girl who's going to amplify it, make it worse, and not be able to shake it off. And we're usually looking for reasons to be mad at our boyfriends because when we're in love, we get mental and we go crazy and we get jealous and we get insane and we get insecure. Anyway, um, do you do you break up? I'm going to take you on a weird journey right now because I've had a lot of coffee and vitamin B complex. Um, As I've heard, yeah. you, do you do you break out in cold sores? No, um, I have a I have a close friend who's his whole life whenever he has relationship troubles he does so, but I never have. Okay, but you but you know what I'm talking about? Do you get cold sores on your lips? Is that is that is that like a euphemism? Uh, I don't know what that means. No, you mean I'm, literal I'm, asking, I'm asking you. I'm actually asking if you ever like do you have like the herpes virus one and get cold sores on your lips? Oh no, no, I don't. Okay, so whatever. So forget I said that. Do you ever go to the bath? Do you ever go to the bathroom? Like, do you ever do gross stuff in the bath? Let's not get specific, but do you ever do something that's not pee in the toilet? Are you talking about masturbating, or are you talking about? No, no. Do you ever? What's the opposite of pee? Don't, don't. I don't want to say what the okay, word is. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Okay, yes. Do you ever? I'm talking about doing something fucking gross out of your ass. Like, gotcha. do you ever go to the bathroom? Yes. Do you? Yes. Do you tell your girlfriend every time you, you fucking shit? Do you tell her that? Oh, I see where you're going. Do you tell her that? No. Then fucking don't tell her. You don't have to tell her everything, okay? You can have a wonderful relationship, but you, just like you don't tell her every fucking time you take I a see shit, you, you don't right. need to tell her something. Because here's the deal. If you love her as much as you love her and you value the relationship that you have and you guys are both like you're each other's best friend and it's great and you're not very social with other people because she's your best friend and blah, blah, then think before, and you were drinking, and this is why sometimes alcohol and most of the time bad, bad stuff happens when alcohol is involved because this is where the trouble started. You had some drinks, right. you're having feeling cozy, and like it or not, like this is what my therapist would tell me, he, he would say, would this have happened had you not had alcohol involved? And I would have been like, ah, oh, because I love alcohol, but I would have had to say, I suppose not. But, you know, so that's the slippery slope. So alcohol is fucking dark and can start some dark shit because you're feeling comfortable and all of a sudden you open up the floodgates and you tell her this thing, which is the equivalent of you taking a shit, okay? You don't need to tell her about that. You don't need to tell her about this, but you did. And now, you know... I don't know. It's yeah. So I would say next time, think before you speak and and think because you're a smart guy. I can tell how smart you are. You're a very smart guy. Just in the, in the short time we've been on the phone, and I know the majority of the time I'm talking at you. But just go. Okay, this is the truth. This is something I want to say to her. But what will happen if I say it? What What do I think the consequences of me saying that? How will that make her feel? But you never had but, time yeah. to think like yeah. that. You never had time to think like that because you were drinking alcohol and it was a moment and you said it and it's and now who knows what's going to happen. Um, as for, okay, so I that's guess I all. Just, that's your yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, so yeah, no. I guess Sometimes, I just yeah. I guess I felt yeah. guilty about it. Like it's it's not like I go around you know sleezing around campus, but um, I guess I guess yeah, I guess I just felt guilty and it was the drinking and whether or not it meant something greater. Yeah, all she hears from me now is that, you know, th- that there are hotter girls out there that I want and that I don't, like, want her anymore. 
and it was just, you know, it just spiraled. But so, so are you saying <clears throat> that even in the best relationship, that you're you're advocating okay. white lies? No, they're not lies. You're not. She's not saying. She didn't point blank say. If she said to you, first of all, I've got to feel okay. If she said to you, do you ever feel like you're missing out because you're in a monogamous relationship with me? And then you said no. Mm. That would be like a, that would be a white lie. It wouldn't be the worst thing to say, but that would be a lie. Okay. She didn't ask you. You brought it up. You volunteered right. this information. You weren't lying. You were allowed to have personal thoughts and not think like, oh my God. She doesn't have to have. She doesn't have to be in every crevice of your brain and think. And and also the way you speak about her just to me on this on you know tonight, it doesn't even sound like. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. It doesn't even sound to me like you think you're missing out because you keep saying how much you love her, it sounds more to me like you're just acknowledging that there are other hot girls around that, that you're, you know, would probably be fun to have sex with or make out with. But do, I don't, have you actually met one specifically that you feel like you're sacrificing an experience because you have a girlfriend? No, there's not even like a specific person, you know, like who I'm saving. It's just like maybe I, I mentioned to her that there was like one party where I really thought, you know, like, seriously, man, I wish this could have happened when I was single, um, just because it was a really attractive girl was coming on to me. But, no, you know, there's, there's, it's not like there's a third person that's, like, I'm trying, you know, that's talking to me every day or anything. It's a very well, – uh, oh, I, cool. okay. I guess it's just being in a, in a college campus and just being a guy and just seeing things every day, you know? I mean, we know this, though, and this is, like, we all know this. Like, nobody's – um, there are guys that want to have sex with her. She could be cheating on you, and you probably don't even suspect it because she's a girl and it's a double standard. Nobody really suspects girls of cheating. It's easier for a woman to cheat. So who knows what she's dealing with or grappling with or what temptation she walks past because girls are also very hormonal and want to have sex too. You know what I mean? It's not just guys. and right. everybody being, it, it is probably more so guys because guys are more wired like that. But it's 2014. Girls are fucking primal also. We are all animals. We all want to have sex. It's harder for a woman to have you know, we already know this, it's, but I'll just say it for anybody listening. I know that it's harder for women to have casual sex because it's like Russian roulette because we take the chance of, you know, having dopamine and, and oxytocin or whatever the whatever the chemicals that go off in our brain are that make us go, oh my God, I'm in love now. I want to have a baby. Uh, he's he's been inside my vagina and now I'm I've you know I'm I'm attached. Ah, well, how did this happen? We take that chance as women, and that that doesn't really happen as often to men. Here's the thing with love, though. And I, I, what do I know? I'm, I'm trying to figure it out myself. I'm in a relationship now for almost a year, like, and uh, and I've been in tons of relationships, and I've been in love, you know, more than once, and and I go through the same thing. I've, I've written about that on my website. I've made a video about it. Does anything last? How can you have faith and stuff when you're in something, and then it fades, and and it's it's so scary, and it's so subjective, and you, it's like it's a, such a case by case scenario because you can't be like. Dan Savage said that monogamy is hard, and if your if your grandparents have been together for 15 years, they probably cheated on it. Listen, we know what we're dealing with. Monogamy is difficult, especially, but but when you're in love, and even for me, I'm I'm the most hormonal boy crazy person. I mean, girl, I've ever met in my life. Where I've you know, and and I'm totally able to be monogamous because when I'm crazy about someone. I feel super fulfilled and I feel like I'm desired and it's still so cool to have somebody that you know is pretty, it, it makes me feel like a badass. So like, you know, and then 
it all depends on the relationship. If, if somebody starts treating you badly or they take you for granted or um, you're over them or something happens, you get in a fight or whatever, and then you're attracted to someone else, you've got to just walk through that when it happens. But if you're in a good – and, and you'll, you'll see, like, you're, every relationship you're in, whether it's with this girl or the next girl, whoever you end up with or who have kids with or divorce or blah, blah, down the road, whatever, you could die tomorrow. Who knows what's going to happen? Right now, you're in a relationship with a girl you're into. That's all you have right now, like in front of you. So you don't have to worry about the bigger picture. You can you can talk about it with me. You can talk about it with your guy friends, but they probably don't want to talk about it. You can talk about it with your teachers. Talk about it with your mom, whoever. But if this girl's madly in love with you and you and you phrase something a little bit clunky like you did, yeah, you're gonna hurt her feelings. And and like even though you probably just want to have a philosophical conversation about love and 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 what it all means to be young and a monogamous thing and blah, blah, blah. Like, who knows? What do you want right now? I want to be in a relationship with her. Cool. Then then you better apologize and you better go, I fucked up. I was clunky. We're drinking. I didn't mean that I feel like I'm sacrificing stuff. I was just trying to have a philosophical conversation about love with you and being young and everything, and, and the fact that, like, you're probably attracted to people or other people are attracted to you. So, you know, it, it goes both ways. It's not just one-sided. I was just talking vaguely about, you know what I Like, you need to be yeah. bullshit now. You need to be charming. You need to get real big and ambiguous and vague and be charming and lover, and, and but spell it out, too. Don't just be vague. Like, make it both, like, you need to fix this. You need to fix this. Talk about it from all the angles. Copy what I just said. Listen back and just say, "I fucked up. I worded it wrong. I love you. All I know is I want to be with you. I totally understand why you're upset. I understand what you heard. That's not what I meant. I was just trying to have an ambiguous philosophical conversation about love, and I totally realized that I may have done irreparable, irreparable, irreparable fucking. I fucked it up. Oh God, I can't believe it. You go to college and I said something wrong. Anyway, I may have done damage that I can't fix." And um, just talk about it and be honest, and just and then and then when you eventually do get sick of her because you're very young and hopefully you guys won't get married, you and when you do meet somebody, when you do meet somebody else you want to have sex with or fall in love with, and it will just go into the next thing. It will totally shit happens like that. Usually you do meet the next person you're going to be with, or or you know, or something horrible happens in the relationship and you know, fuck, this is over. The the bubble is burst. Like. And it will just go into the next thing, and it just it just all unfolds. And you can't. That's the weird thing. You can you can listen to Boy Crazy Radio. You can read Dan Savage, listen to his podcast. You can read all about it. I'm fucking fascinated with all this shit. But the bottom line is, you can talk about it, but you just have to live it and see what happens, and just follow your instincts and go with what's happening right in the moment. You're right. You know, like right, right. And, and what's happened with me a lot is like, I'll I'll have been with somebody think I'm madly in love and then slowly but surely like we'll grow apart and it will happen like we'll just start growing apart and, and I'll feel like I'm growing and they don't understand me and like I'm growing emotionally and I'm trying new things I want to be a different version of myself and I'm kind of shedding skin like you know metaphorically speaking and they don't get it and I don't feel understood by them and then I just wake up one day and I just look over at them and I'm like who is this person I don't want to have myself what I'm over this and I'm just completely cold not into them anymore, and then you go on to the next thing. It all works out, and then and another thing. And I know I'm just rambling, but you've inspired me. <laughs> another thing that happens is I feel like as you get older, and like, well, 
I don't know, maybe it's just momentary blips and phases in a life. Sometimes you get so exhausted and you go, God, I mean, cause, you know, I've had sex with lots of people and I've dealt with a bunch of boneheads and met some wonderful men but didn't feel spark with them. Like, it's such amazing chemistry when you do meet a person that you want to spend all your time with and you have great sex with them and you can talk to them and they're interesting and fascinating to you. So when you do find that, like, oh, my God, after you fucked all the people you thought were so exciting that you thought were you're sacrificing, but then they're all lame and you want them out of your bed the moment you wake up or you can't get away from them fast enough because I've done that. I was like, oh, God, I slept with so many guys. And I'm like, oh, my God, I want them to put their privacy to me. And I was because uh, I have this weird masculine side of me, too, where I'm just like, get away from me. I, I would never be your girlfriend. You disgust me. I want to have sex in that moment, but I wouldn't want to be seen in public with you. Are you fucking kidding me? Anyway, then when you meet somebody that you that you vibe with on so many levels, you remember, you go, oh, this doesn't happen every time. The girl who's hot at the party who's looking good after, like, two vodka cranberries or whatever, she opens her mouth the next day when you're sober, and you hear those things in her brain, and you go, oh, fuck, I miss, I miss my girlfriend, or, oh, this idiot, yeah. oh, God, you know, she'll make your skin crawl. Anyway, things to think about, but you'll figure it out. <laughs> I mean, I mean, um, won't figure yeah, it out. <laughs> um, thanks a lot. That, that, um, that actually really did help. I hope that you better grovel. You've got to be very specific, and you've got to grovel and really communicate, and men don't love communicating, but you sound like a good communicator. Um, <laughs> You have to just go, this is what I did. I fucked up. I know this is what you heard. This is what I meant. I wish I never said it. Bottom line is I love you. I want to be with you. I really want to fix this because I think I really fucked up and I'm really scared of losing you or having done damage that I can't repair. So you have to really talk about all the angles of what just happened because she's a woman. She's thinking about all that shit because that's how women's mind works. So fix it, okay? Okay. Um, last thing, I just wanted to say that I – First discovered you via your in-bed conversation with Father John Misty, and it was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. So I'll leave you with that, um, and thank you for all your advice. Oh my God, you're welcome. Thank you very much. I'm so glad that Father John Misty uh, interview was good. Did you see the interview or, or the video? Anyway, the music video. Anyway, that's another story. We'll talk about that later. I'm going to take another phone call at 213 area code. Oh, this is great. 213 is like old school Los Angeles. It's like Hollywood. It's like some 80s movie um, that I wish I could have lived. Okay, uh, area code 213. Hello? Yes, area code 213. What's your name? How old are you? And from where are you calling? Yeah, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Um, My name is Rachel. Um. I just moved to LA, and mm-hmm. I'm just wondering. <laughs> I just moved. I just transferred to like a new job, and um, I'm in like a situation with a bunch of young people. I'm 21, and I guess I just kind of forgotten how to like make ends, and it's in a situation where that's a pretty important part of it. Well, your your phone's coming in and out, but you said you said you've forgotten how to how to go about making friends. Yeah, sorry. Um, just like, I guess, girls essentially. With girls? Yeah. Like I've always um, found it to be difficult to, you know, be warm with girls and just sort of get them to like me. 
I've always been told that I'm intimidating and I just really want to get over that because it's fucking lame. Well, here's what I think. I mean, all of us girls, every girl listening, plus you and me right now, I'm sure we've all been in situations where we've, where we've said the, the following phrase. I don't know. I just get along better with guys. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like exactly. uh, enough, enough with that. It's just like women are great. You're a girl. I'm a girl. We're on the phone right now. We're awesome. People suck, whether they're guys or girls. Like, people, there are shitty people. There are lame assholes. Let's just not, like, shade a whole sex as being annoying and, and hard to deal with. Because, yes, women are complex, and they can be frustrating. And here's why. We overthink stuff. We, like, here's something I noticed. I'm just going to go off on a rant for a second for a little mini mini rant. I love women. I used to be way weirder and more uncomfortable with them because I, I could sexualize things with a man. You can flirt with them. You can, you know, you always have the undercurrent, subtle, unspoken possibility of, like, the guy thinks he might have sex with you or make out with you. And even if you're, even if you're repulsed by a guy, but, like, you think he's funny and nice, like, you you're kind of playing that card too sometimes, and it's I don't know. There's a lot of weird shit between men and women, and then there's that undercurrent yeah. sex, sex, sexy stuff. With a woman, you can't really do that. I have some women friends who try to sexualize their relationships with women, and, and they're heterosexual, and they still try to use that kind of sexy card, and that's kind of fun, but whatever. <laughs> um, so that's complicated in its own right. Here's something that's annoying with women: we 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 nitpick, we, we we pay attention to every little detail. We don't let things slide. We're always, like, you know, dubious about, like, what did, what did she mean by that? Did you see how she looked at me? Wait, wait when she said that thing, what, do you think she meant, like, Jesus Christ, or if you get in a fight at work, or if you get, like, I fought, I fought with a girl that I had to work with, and I noticed that I've, I've had arguments with men that I had to work with, and I've had arguments with women that I've had to work with, and if a guy and I argue and we get over it, and we say we're good, we're actually good. We go on to the next thing. Yeah. And we actually we get closer. With a girl, they never drop it. We're always looking over our shoulder going, you're a fucking bitch. I can't believe she fucking, like, what the fuck? Yeah, but, and you never <laughs> trust a girl because you always, and that's weird. I don't know if that's because guys played sports or there's more of like a, like a roughhousing mentality where they can actually like get closer after a fight or and it like, I don't know what that is, but whatever. That all aside, Yes, women can be difficult, but they're also wonderful women, and men suck too, but they're wonderful men too. Here's what you do. You just don't try super hard. Just be nice. Try to not have an undercurrent of um, I don't trust you and have some kind of weird bitter inflection or tone in your voice when you talk to a girl because, you know, just relax. Have the goal in mind to, like, I want to be friends with this person, and then just what happens and then if they stop and they're a dick to you then you don't have to be a dick right back you can just put it away in your brain and go oh that person is fucking a dick but I'm gonna I'm gonna kill them with kindness and just be you know don't try too hard don't overcompensate by like making jokes and you know giving gifts and you know making promises we should do this together oh my god I brought this thing for you or do you want me to go get that for you? I'll take your coffee like just relax and just be nice and just say hello and make eye contact and ask them how they are. How are you? Or what did you do today? Just be normal and like, and just be friendly. It's like, it's hard because you want to have your guard up and you want to be like, well, she seems mean or, or I don't want to go out of my way, but just like, 
just be a nice person. You know what I mean? Like it might feel ridiculous at first, but then it's kind of addictive and it's awesome and people like it and just go, oh, what's going on? Or how's your day? Or whatever. Like, or what did you do today? Or what are you doing this weekend? Or um, how are you? Sometimes as simple as saying like, how are you? Or just like smiling or just being nice and having a nice air mm-hmm. about you. And it's all good. Yeah. And, then, and think about what, what you'd want some girl to do with you. Like, if you were a new, if if they were a new person, um, I don't know. Just try to be like and act like you'd want somebody to act towards you that would make you feel calm and nice and safe and happy and I don't know. Just be kind. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds so no, simple and okay. And then and then call us if anybody's a shithead and then we'll tell you what to do and we'll like beat them up. And by we, I mean okay. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Right. Good luck. Um, area code, oh, what area code is this? Area code 925? Hey, uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Who is this? What's your name? How old are you? And from where are you calling? I'm from Oakland, California. I've called you before, and, uh, um, I'm like a sailor guy from a long time ago. Anyways, so this is how how it goes now, right? Like, I sailed Mm -hmm. over... To Florida, like I, I, you know, I I worked on a ship and I sailed to Florida, and I was like skating around in Florida, and I I had like this Ibanez mandolin, like an instrument. I was playing it, it was a lot of fun, and then I ended up at this bar, and I met this girl, and she had an Ibanez guitar, and she skated too, and it was just like freaking. The craziest bar night. I mean, it was awesome, and I watched her play, and it was it was it was really cool. And uh, then, you know, she was going through a time like she was moving to New Mexico, and I I was gonna fly back home to California because you know the job ended, and like you know I just kind of wanted to go back home. But and she and she was going through like a mess too. But uh, we ended up like I actually never even asked for her phone number, you know, because I always get. I get kind of nervous about all that kind of stuff, like phone number stuff. But we exchanged Instagrams, right? And so she's been sending me skate videos of herself, like, you know, her landing her first tricks. And then, like, I've been skating for, like, 15 years, so I was sending her video, like, you know, trying to, like, really impress her with, like, my skating and stuff. And um, anyways, I, I, I just asked for her phone number, like, yesterday, and she's on her way from New Mexico to come visit me in California. And Ooh, is this scary? Just, is this kind of scary? No, it's, I mean, I, no, I'm really excited about it, actually. And she's going to stay with me for a couple of days, and she has a show out here. And, you know, I'm just, honestly, I think I was supposed to meet her. Like, you know, it's pretty cool. But, um, you know, and this is a long-distance relationship. And, it, you know, it's really exciting, too, but, you know, I, I listened to a couple of your, like, talks earlier about long distance, and it's kind of like, you know, it's it's kind of hard, it's kind of weird, and it's like a lot of social media kind of, like, sharing with each other, but I think we have a really cool social media, like, kind of thing with ourselves, because we're sending ourselves, like, private, like, skateboarding videos of each other, like, you know, at whatever we're doing, and, like, guitar videos, and it's just really cool, because I think we have, like, a lot of similarities. Well, what I'm really, like, kind of heartbroken about is, I mean, I know she's going to have to go back home to New Mexico right after she visits me, and but I'm also, like, go, getting on a job. I'm getting sent to Pusan for, in Korea, 
and I'm going to be there for like four months. And, you know, I, I haven't, I haven't seen her for like, I think three months. So it's been like three months since I've been to Florida. And, um, I don't know. I think I'm just going to keep like Instagramming her and like, I, I, you know, I just got her phone number, which is really cool. So I, I can talk to her a lot now, but, um, I don't know, I'm thinking maybe I might just, like, right after I finish the job, fly to New Mexico and just, you know, like, see her and go on, like, vacation or something. But I don't know, what do you you think? Well, here's the thing. When I talk about long distance, because I'm in a long distance relationship now, but he lives in a state that's only a two-hour flight away from me, and he comes to L.A. all the time because, you know, we make it work. And he comes to L.A. more than... He's just coming to LA all the time, and we have a plan to live together. Like in October, there are like we have talked about things. There's lots of communication happening. There are end goals in sight, and like, and we talk on the you know we talk on the phone. We text constantly. We we always have an idea. We know when we're going to see each other next, and it's never longer than three weeks. You know, we don't we don't stay apart from each other longer than three weeks. And what I like about long distance relationships, here's what I like, because they are difficult. And they are, but they are real relationships, and there are some good things about them. Uh, I can't think of any of them now. No, here's here's what's good about them. In a time when everything moves so fast, and everybody wants instant gratification, the cool thing about a long distance relationship is it slows everything down. Like the distance forces you to move at a slower pace, and that's kind of cool because. It's like the olden days when people used to like write letters to each other, but you write emails or you talk on the phone or you text. And, you know, I know nobody seems like they want to talk on the phone anymore, but I would say with this girl, if you guys can, you know, talk on Viber or whatever you can use or Skype or whatever, like have long conversations and stay up for three hours talking on the phone and like, yeah, send your personalized videos on Instagram or on Facebook and do all that stuff. But definitely like, text a ton and send each other pictures. I'm not talking about like naked photos, but like those two or whatever, but um, you know, but phone calls are awesome. Yeah, They I are difficult yeah. though. I mean, they are I, difficult I, though I because feel like mm-hmm. I, I haven't met really like anyone like, you know, like, you know, who she is because we have like a lot of similarities, you know, like I do these things and she does those things and I mean, I think she's only been skating for maybe like a year now, but I've only been playing guitar for a year, and she's like amazing. She's been playing guitar for 15 years, but I've been skating for 15 years. So we have like this sort of like continual like uh, learning, kind of like we're we're constantly giving knowledge to the other because you know what you know what I'm saying though because we're curious of the other person's. Totally. You know what I mean? That is so rare and few and far between and awesome. And, like, if you're fascinated by her and you feel like she makes you better and you're interested and thinks she's interesting and teaches you stuff and makes you strive to be a better person and vice versa and you guys are inspiring to each other, which is what it sounds like, that is rare. It doesn't happen all the time. So here's what you have to do. It's just kind of like advice I gave to somebody else. Like, we were talking about love and everything, but bottom line is it's like, where are you at right now? You can't, like plan out the whole relationship and figure out what it all means and what should I do. It's Wednesday. It's 10.37 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You like this girl. You just keep doing what you're doing, like, until you don't want to do it anymore. And who knows if that's going to be a week from now or a year from now or 10 years from now or four months from now. But, like, if you guys both have a mutual, like, 
interest in one another and have the desire to like keep this up and keep doing it, then that's awesome. And then keep doing that. And then when you don't, you'll know. And, and when she doesn't, you know, hopefully she'll tell you and not just fall off the face of the earth, but it'll just unfold like it's supposed to unfold. And like long distance relationships can be a bummer because there's a lot of longing and then you, you don't see each other as much as you're missing each other and they can be expensive because of flights and phone bills and all that stuff. But like it makes you happy and it's exciting and awesome. It makes you like just, it's, it's then do it. And then you'll know when you don't want to do it anymore and then you won't. And then that'll solve itself. So just do it. It sounds awesome. Well, you know, there's a lot, I feel like there's like a lot of maybe like daydreaming involved with all of it. You know what I mean? But it's, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, it, what I think is really interesting for me is, you know, if she's actually, she's driving from New Mexico to see me in California. Like I felt, I feel like that's a, that's pretty passionate freaking effort. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's a big deal, right? I think it's so cool. I'm just glad you're excited because if it were me, I would freak the fuck out. I would be like, what the fuck? What is going on here? But that's, it's also, if you want to see her and you're cool with her living in your space for like three days, that's awesome. I had a relationship because I had a relationship with a guy. I met this guy in London. This was like when I was like 21 years old. I went to London for for Christmas and New Year's and I didn't know anybody in in London. And I went there alone. I don't know why my mom was like, I may, I may have been like 20. I think I was 19 or 20. Sorry, I'm like getting younger and younger in the story. But I had a relationship with him. We we made out. We did ecstasy together. I don't do drugs anymore, but at the time, I, I didn't even want to do drugs then, but I felt like, well, I guess I have to do ecstasy. They're older, and uh, I'm doing drugs with these older, older people. Um, we had this crazy London affair, and then I went home, and then he started emailing me, and he wanted to visit me. And I knew I didn't want him to visit. I was like, hey, you should probably get a hotel because you'll see more of me if you get a hotel because I just, you know, I, I lived in a studio apartment at the time, and I, I'm, I'm an only child, and I get really weird about sharing space. And I just knew I felt, like, scared. I felt scared, and I felt I didn't think I could handle this this intensity and, and him coming out here. I wanted to leave my, my romantic trip where it was in London, and he came to L.A., and he didn't get a hotel, and he overstayed his welcome, he stayed too long, and I, I was so uncomfortable, and uh, and that's my story, so I hope you have a good time. <laughs> so I hope you have a good time, because, uh, yeah, but, you know, thank God you're welcoming this with open arms, because for me, I was, but then again, I went to London, I was very young, and I went to a bar at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, and I saw a really cute guy from across the room, but I was too scared to talk to him, so I talked to his much shorter friend, and that's who I had the affair with, the guy that was much shorter that I didn't even think was cute. Because <laughs> I was too scared to talk to the I was too scared to talk to the cute guy. But anyway, um, you have to well, let us know, you know how it goes because you know. It, it's it, another thing too is, is this this is kind of like a step we haven't like done before because you know, I mean, I when I met her. It was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'll see you again. Like, I'll see you again real soon. Well, when, when, when are you coming back? And then, you know, I, I, I saw her like a bunch of times, you know, and we, and we'd like, I'd watch her play, and we'd like play guitar and like mandolin, and we, and like I'd roll around outside of my skateboard, and she'd watch, and she'd step on a skateboard, and it was really cool, you know what I mean? But she never, like, I've never kissed her before, and what? Like she, 
Yeah, I know, right? And she's coming here. You know, it's 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 a. I I mean, I'm really grateful. Yeah, in the end, I'm really grateful, but I'm I'm also like afraid because like I have like a, a really good like career path, and I have to do this. I have to go on this voyage, and I gotta you know make my license this and that and. You know, Let me ask you a question. I have some questions, okay? Okay. Um, how old are you again? I'm 23 years old. You're so young. You're 23 years old. How old is this girl? 26. She's 26. Okay. So, and what is your job again? Because I know you you skateboard, but you you sail you sail around the world. But what do you do when you sail around the world? Like, what is what is it that you do that you make money from? I'm basically, like skating my whole life, and I I run like a little skateboard company project and I work for the merchant marines and I do like commercial cargo or like military cargo and I carry like gigantic containers across the ocean from point of what? A to point B. Say again? Of what? what? What containers of what? It could be anything from like Apple computers to Nike shoes to like tanks, BMWs, like you know anything that can fit inside a container that's made in one place and then brought to the other. And I have a question. So, do you, and do you make a lot of money from this? Yeah. And do you love just being on this, in like, I don't know, on on the sea or whatever you say, or in the, I don't know. Do you love it? I mean, it's it's really interesting because, I mean, it, I'll be like at, in the middle of the ocean for like ten days, and I'll, I'll just like play my guitar the whole time, and I'll like and I'll just like daydream and like work really hard and just like stare at the ocean and stuff. And then I end up in, like, a place I've never been to before, and I have, like, my skateboard, and then I just go, I basically just run off the ship and just, like, you know, jump on it, and, you know, it feels amazing, you know, it's amazing. And then, you know, you see, like, a little kid out there, and you do, like, a kickflip, and, and, like, their society had never even seen that kind of thing before, and it's, like, you almost appear like you're doing, like, magic tricks to them, you know, and it's, it's 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 inc- it's incredible, but you know, and this is also how I met her. Like I, I sailed to fl- like from California to Florida, and you know, like going through the Panama Canal, like jungle forest, and I end up in Florida, and then I see another girl. And she has an Ibanez guitar, and I had an Ibanez mandolin, and we both skated at the same time. And then you know, it, it's just like the it was like the golden opportunity of like a huge adventure. Well, I have a question. I have, I have two more questions. So, is it ever? If let's say you fall in love, with, let's say you fall in love with this girl and you want to see more of her, is she allowed to go on the ship with you ever? You know, I've heard of like sailors doing that, like, um, like stowing, like a stowaway, like they'll go to like another country, and then they'll fall in love with like some foreign girl, and then they'll like sneak them onto the ship and like. They're not supposed to do that, and then they'll bring them to America, marry them, and then they get like a citizen or like a visa. Yeah, but, like but, but listen, but you're but you're, Amer- but you're American, and she's she's American. She met her in Florida, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. So, yeah, so, but, I mean, so I'm not ta- just like, I'm, but I'm not talking about like stowaway stuff. I'm talking about like let's say like you guys hang out in New Mexico, or you know, she comes to California and comes to hang out with you, and you've got to go on your journey. Let's say whatever. Let's say this is like down the road, and you guys are in in, in California together. And you got another trip coming up, and it's going to be like ten days or a month or whatever. Are you allowed to legitimately talk to your boss and go, "Can my girlfriend come? Is that allowed?" I'm not talking about stowaway. I'm talking about like legitimate, like 
visitor yeah, with, um, you know, on board. Yeah, well, you know, what's cool, I mean, the ship I'm on right now, I, I, you know, I go to, I work every day still, but I'm, I'm ported at home. Like, I'm in California at home, and I can just go home every night after, like, work instead of being, like, a, another country or whatever. And um, when it's that case, I can, like, bring her over to the ship, and we can hang out on the ship, and it's really cool. Like, you know, it's gigantic and stuff, but I you need, like, all these licenses just to be allowed to be on a boat crossing okay. the water. But that's all I was asking. I was just wondering if you ever have to go away for months at a time or a long time if she's allowed to go. But that's, that was one question. My other question, my, here's one, one I'm say. One great thing, though, is I only have to work four months a year, and I can just take eight months off. And, like, that's how much money, you know, it's, like, a lot of money. So I can just, like, boom, hit it hard once, and then take, like, eight months. I could just spend the rest of the eight months with her, you know what I mean? Okay, cool. Well, here, let's. Okay, so hold on. So we know that's a possibility. So that's awesome. So like, there, there's potential. There's a plan potentially of like, if this works out, ways you can have a girlfriend. Awesome. But from right for right now, for your for your weird rendezvous where you guys have not even kissed yet, and she's driving up like from far away to come see you. Here's what my advice is. Like, because you called in, so I'm like assuming maybe you want some advice because I do have some advice to give because I've been in situations like this. Have a list of places to go and shit to do just in case it get in case it gets awkward or weird or whatever have a backup plan of like restaurants to go to or activities to do or, or things you might want to show her to like show her around and then buy condoms uh hopefully you guys will make out and you will have protected sex and you can she can like play guitar maybe you have a guitar at your house and she'll probably bring one and then just but like have things to do so it doesn't get too I mean, I've been thinking about it a lot, you know, like all the, I mean, I already have like ideas where I'm going to take her and stuff and, you know, like I'm going to drive her to her show and I mean, I'm really excited about the whole thing and I'm, I I think it's going to really be like, I mean, I already took like three days off uh, the ship and, you know, I I think it's going to be potentially the time of my life. This and, is all awesome. uh, great. Awesome. You're excited. You're excited about it. You've got shit to do. You're. This is all good. Like, and then don't put too much pressure on it. Just like have fun. But it sounds like you're. You don't. You're not worried. Like, then call me back and let me know what happens and tell me if it's awesome or a train wreck or and give me all the details and tell us your romantic story. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah, you're way. You're way less neurotic than I am. You're gonna have a great time. Um, thank you for calling my, my fun sailor friend. Um. Oh my god! I can't believe it. I told it's nearly been a two-hour episode of Boy Crazy Radio. This is fucking unreal. I even got phone calls that I wasn't able to answer. That that dropped off the face of the earth. I can't even believe it. There's a two one six number, a three four seven number, a few Skype calls. I think a call from England. Phone lines are open. If you want to call right now, I've got ten more minutes left of the show. The telephone number is area code six four six three seven eight zero six four nine. Phone lines are completely open. I want to hear what your problem is. I can probably take one or two more phone calls, or I can just wrap up the show and play a cute song. Uh, area code 646-378-0649 is the telephone number. And then if you, and, oh, I never even got to say, if you want to tweet me a question, because you can't call into the live show, tweet me your question at I'm Boy Crazy. All right? Let's see if anybody tweeted me any questions. Let me see. Boy Crazy Radio is on point right now, as always. That was an hour ago, so I hope I've maintained being on point. Uh, Thank you, Alex, for saying that on Twitter about Boy Crazy Radio. 
Anyway, I did have some things that I wanted to talk about. I did want to talk about my uh, my bad skin the last two weeks. Uh, and I know that might sound superficial and ridiculous, but if any of you out there get pimples or have acne or whatever, you know how fucking horrible it feels, and that's why it's a billion-dollar industry for skincare, and Neutrogena and Proactive make a fortune uh, because it sucks to get this and stuff. So I was on Accutane twice in my life. Okay, I never wanted to go on Accutane. I got acne like in my early 20s or like late teens or early 20s or whatever. And then like I tried everything. I tried proactive and I tried like, you know, I got facials all the time. And I'm not talking about facials where a dude like comes on your face or whatever. I'm talking about like facials where I would go to this place called Raya on La Cienega in Los Angeles. It's a, it's a skincare place and they wax people and they give you facials and pop all your zits and whatever. I would go there like once a month and get my my face popped and all all my pimples popped and it was so painful and horrible and it was excruciating. I went to various dermatologists that gave me pills that never seemed to work at all. So, you know, I would just wear a lot of makeup and then I'd hug people and then I'd get my makeup on their jacket and I'd feel embarrassed because I just wanted to like be able to roll out of bed and not wear any makeup and feel amazing and cool and awesome. And then I went on Accutane when nothing was working and that cleared my skin up and that pushed out all the zits that were underneath the surface of my face, you know, under my skin. They pushed it all out. So it got bad. It got worse before it got better and then it got great. You know, your lips are all super chapped and that's really annoying and you're, you get the driest lips ever because it dries out everything in your face. So my skin was looking awesome. I couldn't drink when I was on Accutane, so I wasn't drinking for like however long I was on Accutane, four months, three months, six months, I don't know how long I was on it. Um, then three years later, my skin, after after it was immaculate, got fucked up again. And then I went on Accutane a second time, and then my skin has been great for a few more years, and then all of a sudden, I don't know what it is, but it's breaking out again. So I have this plan uh, well, I'm taking these vitamins. I'm just trying to not fucking... Uh, I got another facial, and that was excruciatingly painful, so I don't want to do that again because that's horrible. So I'm taking these vitamins that my friend Angela, she's been a guest on this show before. Uh, she told me to take these vitamins called Murad vitamins. They're skin vitamins. You can get them at Ulta or Sephora. It's M-U-R-A-D. So I'm on day two of taking these vitamins. You take four a day, two in the morning, two at night. And it's like a high dose of vitamin A and biotin and all this stuff. But I just want to do anything I can, you know. Because I, I would never get zits ever, and now they're coming back. So it's not horrible. It's just the fact that I'm getting zits is fucking freaking me the fuck out because I feel like, oh, my God, I've got to go back into combat mode. I've got to combat all the pimples that are coming. Oh, God, it's starting all over again. Oh, no. And I talk to my dermatologist because I go to a dermatologist and I get skin peels. I get, like, uh, these things called uh, Jesner peels where it's like salicylic acid that they rub on your face and then your skin dries up and peels off and then baby skin is underneath. So I get those because uh, that, that helps with, with acne because my skin cells don't turn over easily and that's why I get this. So I do these things at my dermatologist to help my skin cells turn over and to exfoliate. I need intense exfoliation. And I'm only telling you guys all these things just because I'm sure if there are teenage girls and 20-somethings listening you have zits and you can totally relate to what I'm talking about and I'm sure this is helping somebody. Anyway, so um, now I'm taking all these vitamins. I'm taking B-complex and uh, collagen things from Whole Foods like pills and I'm using my Retin-A and my Retin-A micro one night and then the next night I use Effaclar 
That's a topical thing. Anyway, whatever. And I go to my dermatologist once a month, and I'm taking my skin vitamins. I'm just trying to do everything I can do not to fucking go on that poison Accutane again because it's so hard on your liver. And I did it twice, and that's enough. That's a lot. Um, when you take Accutane, when you pop the pill out of the uh, the pill container or the pill whatever, there's like a little picture of a baby's head that's all fucking dis- like deformed. With like a, it's like a line through a picture of a baby head because ba- what, what it's trying to say is if you get pregnant when you're taking Accutane, your baby will be fucking deformed and, you know, with a misshapen head possibly. Anyway, the shit is intense and I don't want to go back on it. So I'm trying some stuff out. So I'm going to be your guinea pig. If things work for me, I will tell you if any of you out there are having acne issues. Anyway, I'm going to end the show. I had more stuff to say about casual sex and, uh, you know, choices and uh, bad choices and alcohol and blah, blah, blah. But I'm going to talk about that next week because I had an epiphany about things that I did when I was very young and double standards and uh, making bad choices and alcohol and, and also being jealous about boyfriends and Instagram and all this stuff. I have a lot of, I have a ton of shit to say. It's all going to happen next week. Tune in. I'm here every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Go to boycrazyradio.com for all the details and to listen to the actual live show. If you're listening to a rebroadcast and you want to listen to the live show, you can find it on boycrazyradio.com every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I broadcast out of Hollywood, California, and the telephone number that you can that you can call using Skype or Gmail or your smartphone or whatever the fuck you want to use. The telephone number is area code 646-378-0649. Say that in your phone, why don't you? Anyway, everybody, thank you so much for listening to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. I will see you next Wednesday. Feel free to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at I'mBoyCrazy. You can subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. If you can't call in to the live show and you want to leave me a message with your question, do so at uh, area code 888-2045 and leave me your question and your voicemail. Under a minute, do not include your phone number in the message. And, uh, yeah, and I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you. Hey, open the door. I want a new life. Hey. And here's what's more I want a new life A new life Babe, let's give one thing clear There's much more stardust When you need I think I'm really being sincere I want a new life Mm, A new life with you
than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gig for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gig for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gig for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer land 1716 through 180. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.